0: Hey there, Sean. Hey, Pierce. How's it going? It's pretty okay. All right. That means it's time for another episode of the It's Pretty Okay Podcast. Let's do it. Let's start the show.
1: So to start out, we have, the music we're using this week is from Thin Lips, we're excited. We're going to get to see oh, next yeah. month opening for Hopalong, a band we both enjoy. Yeah, I,
0: I have. I guess I've nominally seen the lead of Thin Lips as as part of uh, Hopalong's touring band. Oh, that's really cool. Chrissy, last name uh, Tajin or something. Um, we're we're checking out. Like, clearly very talented. I'm excited to see her. Like, kind of lead her own. own yeah, show.
1: yeah. Um, and, and the song is from. Um, uh, what I was telling you about before uh, um, Like a split EP that Thin Lips did with Modern Baseball mm-hmm. um, A great A great band of the You know, the kind of 2010's emo revival um, <laughs> Yeah, I do you said Would I enjoy that? Maybe Well, but speaking of Revival and um, bringing things back yeah. We're recording this from my living room in Charlottesville Yeah, we And are. you're down here because It is the weekend of uh, reunions at the University of Virginia. Yeah. So that means
0: I'm horrifyingly at least five years out from from school. Right. Uh, as I was coming down, I, I I rode I rode in with someone. And I picked them up, and, and their parent happened to be where I was picking them up, and said, "No, oh, you, you know, you, you'll be the youngest person there." I was like, "This just changed my whole outlook a little bit. You know, I'll be the youngest one, in, in
1: by orders of, of five, that made things a little better." Um, but you. You know, you've talked to me and and Max, who, you know, it's a shame he couldn't be here because I I think he's got, you know, he's got a perspective on this that is probably different from both of ours. Uh, But you, if I remember correctly, are not really planning to do a lot of actual reunion activities. Is
0: that correct? That's correct. I, there are a bunch of, um different activities going on. I know that, for instance, there was like a personal finance investment thing at 10.30 yesterday morning. Really? Which, uh... Why don't they teach you that in school? That's I guess, a, well, I guess there is... UV does
1: have a personal finance class, but it's hard to get into. Yeah. High demand, and it's an 8 a.m. class.
0: Yeah. So, uh, they're doing a lot of stuff. They have a... Dinners and everything, and I didn't... I honestly didn't even register, and I know a number of people who were part of the group trying to keep people to sign up and everything, and... I think that, and, and we'll get into this, but I really have an aversion to this; these organized activities. Sure. Um, and uh, that's to say nothing of like UVA means a, a tremendous amount to me, and everything it, it, it becomes things like this, this podcast. But yeah, the I guess to to get to it immediately. Um, well I'm interested what what do these these activities you know yours will be next year, but you've also got things like uh, young alumni reunions for those first four years what do they what do they represent as opportunities well uh,
1: so i think I actually think my perspective on what these things does what these things do yeah uh, kind of needs to play off of your feelings about. Why you have an aversion, yeah, but I know that you know I've gone to the young alumni reunion a, a few times, um, no longer eligible because my real reunion is next summer yeah um, but I just like it's been it's been like a nice you know concentrated, 24 to 36 hour hit of nostalgia hmm. To, you know It's weird, it's very weird for me Because I live in Charlottesville And so I'm like walking to Events From my home where I live As a working adult who is no longer You know Like currently officially affiliated With UVA in any way um, But it's, you know It's kind of It's kind of fun to for one day a year, I spend most of the year uh, very fastidiously attempting to, uh, you know, kind of, pre- in a way, pretend that I never went to college. I'm trying to, like, to be an adult mm-hmm. and to not do the stuff that college kids do, yeah. uh, especially because, you know, I, like, I feel like it would be very strange to go out to corner bars during the week and be, like, the oldest person there more and more corner bars are starting to have policies where they're requiring that you be a student, um, but it's kind of nice once a year to to shrug all that off and go. Who gives a shit? It's your ER weekend. I can be a bit of a jackass. I can, you know, I can go hang out places that I used to hang out and see and let's be real, get drunk with friends. That I know are coming down to do the same thing. Yeah.
0: Now I think the thing for me, and this this has to be a big portion of it, is um, for me it's if it's about seeing people, which I think it is. Um, I, I like being in Charlottesville. Fortunately, again, you live here too, so I can if I if I need a Charlottesville fix, I can I can come visit. Mm-hmm. Um, but. As a lot of my friends live in the D.C. area Or they come through the D.C. area a lot Like that is that is a focal point sure. for us Part of that is going to UVA A lot of us from the, the, the greater Virginia, Maryland, D.C. area mm-hmm. um, So I see all those people And what, and so part of it is I don't necessarily feel like I have to come to Charlottesville On these appointed weekends To, to see these people I get that And the other thing And I think it is I mean it's is an asshole thing to say, but if I want to see these people, I'll see them. And if I can't make if I can't make time outside of that, or they can't, if I'm using this as kind of a crutch to do it, I it almost says like I'm only willing to see you as a is a tertiary thing on these weekends. There are people that I would travel to see, but if this, I don't consider traveling to see them. It's traveling for. Maybe they'll be there, maybe they won't. It's not a focal point. Great. So now I get to get into my
1: counterpoints. So starting with what you just said about if I want to see them, I'll see them. I think that's true for individual people, but I think, you know, if you had a group of friends, you know, that's scattered to different places, it's really hard to convene a group of people from different places, you know... To make sure there's a, a time that works for everybody, yeah. that there's a place that works for everybody, and so something like that is like a ready made occasion for it, and and yeah, it's not you know it's not planned with the thought and care of your own exacting personal specifications. I can I can appreciate that, but I think like you know I, I just went to a bachelor party recently. Uh-huh. Our, my friend Alan got married. Yeah, and it's great. Like some of the people that were you know going to the bachelor party are people that I only see when there's an occasion to bring a group of people together and and so you know having something like that I think there's a value to that and you know obviously if you go to something like a college reunion or god forbid a high school reunion you know obviously you're not just going to see the people that you're really close to and wanted, you know, really wanted to see. You're going to see a lot of other people that you know, that were your friends but you grew apart or you, you know, you moved to different places and fell out of touch. You're going to see people that you were acquaintances with but never really were super close to even when you were in college. And I think there's also a value to that too. I think there's uh, for, for a couple different reasons. I think that there is a value in small, concentrated hits of nostalgia. Uh, you know, I, I don't think it's a good thing to to spend your whole life wallowing in it. But, like, yeah. for a weekend a year, I don't think it's a bad thing. And also, you know, for for all my pop psychology heads out there, uh, there's a, a whole chapter of The Tipping Point, the Malcolm Gladwell book, uh, I think... If I remember correctly, that was maybe the book that tipped him into popularity. Um, there's a chapter about the power of weak social ties—people that you you have the kind of relationship with that you can effectively maintain yeah. through just those small moments of contact. And I think that you know from a even if we're going to approach this from a purely cynical and like what's in it for me perspective, yeah. like the kind of people that you find new opportunities by talking to the people who are like, Hey, you know, my company is looking to hire people. You could be perfect for this. I, I think generally are not like your close friends. It's not the people you talk to a lot. Yeah. It's the people who you fall out of touch with, but then they wander back into your life for a while. Yeah. You know, and so I think, I think there's the possibility for a lot of, of a lot of I, value I, to you out of that. As I well. think
0: there. I think you're you're right in that, and and I realize. So what this is, if this is an event, and it happens to uh, facilitate a lot of these maybe weak social tie activities mm-hmm. that I, that can be there. Um, again, I, I think I am there. There is a non official. There's an unofficial event that I'm planning on going to this evening, which has a lot. of a lot of that involved but it's something that happens with some frequency in dc already so i feel like that's there for me so it gets into which is my so i have i have this opportunity for weak social ties and these are what you're talking about is the positive weak social ties Mm -hmm. um now occasionally and it's happened before at this event and i think i it might have been an apology at one point but um there are also those weak social ties that especially events like this which you know big, big groups is my college experience was great and wonderful but nothing is perfect and with these events whereas I think some of the others that I'm talking about I have some control over or expectations but uh, in expecting the unexpected there are people that I just don't want to see and you talk about nostalgia and it's like unfortunately the the way our brains seem to work is you're gonna remember a bad thing before you remember a good thing, because usually those are more cause the the meter to to jump higher. And are there really that many people that I don't want to see? No, but I'm also not thinking about it, and so I feel and and I should be more self confident and not and not think about it. But in the event that I you know see someone I don't want to see, it's gonna spoil the mood. Whereas these controlled environments or that are more controlled comparatively. I'm like, I, I know who's going to be there. I'm really looking forward to it. I, there's, there's a, it's unlikely that I'll see someone that I'll just be like, I, I need to leave or not that there's anyone like that, but I am turned off by this situation in a way.
1: Mm. I, I appreciate that. I also, I, I think that, you know, I think it's probably important for your life to not let just like seeing a person
0: who yeah. you don't necessarily love, like spoil the whole weekend. Yeah. Um, there's no one. There's no one left. I saw. Like I would. I feel like I would have to. Uh, to this, I'm out of here. Defend my homeland, and all of a sudden, punch them in the face. It's it's nothing like that. But it's it's more. It's like honestly, it's it's the people who are going to come up and ask those questions. The ones that are just. And that yeah. that is so. That that's one of the most. And and I have to think about it too, and how I'm interacting with people is like. How do you engage with people in a way that is meaningful, even if you do have those weak social ties? And, and that's that's maybe like more of the, the meta thing with these, is a lot of these people you haven't seen in five years, and it's because they, they maybe don't matter that much to you, and that's fine. But if you're going to interact with them, how do you do it in a way that is slightly thoughtful? Even if it's people that you don't adore, but it's not asking them, you know, where do you live? You know, what are you doing now? Or... I mean but why the, isn't it though why? I think it's I don't think that should be the entry point that's my thing you get to that question and and actually I've wrote something for our website about those questions in a way
1: yeah I haven't I haven't had a chance to get to it it's been a no, oh no, no. while this, this is
0: a different one this is the DC oh. philosopher thing oh never mind I do remember this yeah one. Uh, and that's it, it's really one of those things where it's the question is how with these people that I haven't seen in a while in these kind of somewhat concocted environments, how do I understand what, what matters to them at, at this point? Because even if I care on a tertiary level about them, you know, what, what, what matters in your life right now? Cause I know what mattered to you then, which was probably drinking on the corner. And <laughs> maybe you had uh, one class that you were really looking forward to and you're involved in this group or whatever. Um, Whatever it is, it, how do I get to that? And I think that's a that's a challenge and something that I'm slightly afraid of.
1: So what if the what if the goal of these events is not actually for you to like rekindle meaningful connections with people that you didn't necessarily have meaningful connections with before? I, mean, I don't think there's so I don't think there's anything wrong, you know, with quote unquote maintaining a relationship with someone that you're not really close to by seeing them once a year and. You know, just asking them what's going on. Like, what's what's new in their life? And, you know, buy them a beer. Let them buy you a beer. Um, but I also think...
0: I think the question you ask everyone is, how do you feel about the Pusha-Chi Drake beef?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> will, will you be pre-ordering an Adidon track jacket anymore? Um, but I think the... I think we're also... Uh, an aspect of this that we're not considering or at least haven't considered yet is that in a way these reunions and these events are not even for the people that are attending them. They are an event put on by the university as a means to rekindle your connection to college so so uh, I'm looking for you to finish the sentence for me. So you me. can give them money. Exactly. Uh, I mean, I, I think that's I think that's something that we have ignored up to
0: this point. Or right? I mean, I have haven't, haven't talked past, but like
1: it's a real thing.
0: I haven't ignored it. Um, another reason I didn't. So again, I, I love the university. It did so much for me. times it's about the people, and I think the people I connected with were in non-traditional groups or non-traditional groups of yeah. people. You know, I wasn't I wasn't in a Greek organization. Sure. Um, and I think in a lot of ways I appreciate you learning through you and Max. You guys were in a Greek organization. It's a very different Greek organization than, like, the, the, the stereotype. Yeah. Um, it, and so the thing is, is also being uh, a politics major, um, I, I think that I'm not a comp school kid, I'm not an engineering school kid, and the university approaches me, I think, very differently than that. And that definitely you know what what do i want to invest in i I want to invest in the things my friends are doing who who had this you know maybe non-traditional track and everything else and i actually and i should check this morning because i said it this way instead of going to the events which i'm pretty sure were fairly expensive um i uh had a little bit left on my last student loan and i instead paid that off and i said instead of instead of giving money to the universe I already gave them money I'm going to finish giving them money <laughs> you gave them a lot of money so at you know at this five year mark I'll, I'll, I'll cut it off and you know in the future do I think that I'll give money then yeah but I'll want to you know uh, and I think I have a little bit but it's been very very specific to certain groups because yeah. you know I don't know what people give to like boosters or the, the you know, e-school VAAF stuff, yeah, like, stuff that. like that It's like I know, get
1: so much mail from the VAF
0: I, I want to give it, and I know it's it's probably hard to do, but I want to give it to, to people who are like, I don't necessarily fit in. I don't necessarily see myself as someone who's going to come to um, Foxfield every year and, and get a plot.
1: So I think, well, and, and not to, to take this off the rails into a UVA fundraising pod, but like I think there is, you know, I think if you want to do that, you can direct your donation to something like Access UVA, yeah. which is all about making attending the University of Virginia a possibility for people who might not otherwise be able to. Mm. And so just purely in that, I think you are accomplishing a lot of that goal.
0: Yeah. No, and and this this is a good time to, even if I have some, honestly, they're quibbles about like, you know, my interaction with UVA, the best way to do it, it does make me realize... How much it meant to me, how much these people, and it is focusing on the people, and I can enjoy, I can have that nostalgia anywhere. You know, it. I, I, I sure, remember, I, I remember a, a couple years ago I was at a friend's house in in DC, and there were, you know, one person came from New York and two people came from San Francisco, and you know, us being all together, that that meant a lot to me. And you know, as as you know, as we get older and people have. Better and better jobs, do better and better. I mean, a lot of superstars out there, um, you know, they're able to come more frequently and everything. But it, it doesn't matter less. And so this is a good time for me to think about, okay, you know, what matters? How do I make sure that other people eventually have these good connections? Someone just told me uh, yesterday that uh, his, his brother is at um, UV right now and he happens to be in the comp school. And I didn't realize if you're in the comp school now it's the attack on 5,000 extra dollars a year and it will be $7,500 a year starting next year. And so, you know, how do, wow. how do I make sure that once people get here, they can, you know, ha- have as valuable time as me and meet as you know, many people with these other maybe constraints on them. And I, yeah. And I think
1: that's a, I think that's a good way to approach it. And like, and that's, I think that's why access UVA is like such a good thing. It's like about, you know, how, ha- realizing that my experience wasn't perfect, mm-hmm. but it, it was really good. And, and so I want to make sure that this institution is still around and and that other people are able to have the same good experience that I had. I will say that I think the... What you just talked about with people making more and more money and better and better jobs, that making them more able to travel and... and you know, see the people they want to see. I think that is true up to a point because you start hitting the scale where people are making big changes in their life. They're okay. finding a place that they're settling down. They're getting married. They're having children and building a family. And once you start doing those things, your ability to say, oh, I'm going to go... I'm going to fly from San Francisco to Washington, D.C. for a weekend to yeah. see people, just, it's not really there. And so that... You
0: know, This becomes a one-stop shop for that. And it's not to belittle yes. it. It's... And I, I definitely... Excuse me. As I was driving in yesterday and um, seeing, you know, who is here and how old they are, it did occur to me because there are people getting out of you know, crossover vehicles and they have uh, child seats in the back. And I'm not there yet and really none of my... My immediate friend group isn't. But five years from now, a lot of us probably should. <laughs> um but i think that's i think that's right i think it becomes it, it probably becomes more valuable the further you get out because it's like oh yeah i really haven't seen these people since the last time we did this or yeah. i happen to go for this big football game weekend which we don't have those because um, we don't have a football team uh and the i you know things things like that so i think it's i gotta look forward and i am at the point now where a, a lot of People I know it is starting to break up, and they're starting to move because they, you know, had they have these really good opportunities, and I, I, those are people I know and can, you know, say, you know, this is great, but maybe I won't be able to get out and see them just yeah. because we have everyone has busy schedules now. So I, I think I'll probably come to appreciate it, it more in five years, maybe. I get that, and like eventually you
1: get to a point. I mean, they're having reunions. I. It was last weekend, but the for the real old timers people have been out for more than thirty years, mm-hmm. and you hit a point where it becomes your chance to reconnect with whoever's still alive yeah and that's you know that becomes really valuable It's like you know not only do I maybe not get to see these people but once every five years, but like
0: why not see them again
1: right and and so I'm mean, gonna think. I understand your point And I agree with a lot of it Like I would rather I think I would rather see People I really care about On our terms yeah. In a place that we choose Doing things that we choose But I do Like I really At the end of the day I think there is a lot of value To stuff like yeah. Your college I'm,
0: I, I think I'm nostalgic About the people That I care about And I've tried And I it, Without thinking I just have kept them In my life They are still in my life and I think what what you're right about is what I'm gonna find is they're still in my life right now, but it might be such that five years from now that's um, the way you keep them this in your is life. the way I keep them in my life yeah. so i you know the last thing I would say here is i I'm really fortunate in that so many people are in the DC area, and I'm all the more fortunate that UVA and Charlottesville are such excellent places I think objectively that people are more than willing to come back here to yeah, you know, congregate in whatever way you you see fit. Yep, I, I think that's a good, I think it's a good way to cap it off. Um,
1: so if you have thoughts about reunions, uh, come find us on Facebook or Twitter at Pretty okay Pod and let us know what you think.
0: Uh, and that same can be applied going to uh, homecomings weekend. Sure. Um, and uh, certainly things like Foxfield.
1: Yep. Uh, all right, it is time as it is every week. For that magical segment, where one of our own uh, unburdens his soul just a (laughs) little bit, it's uh, it's Pierce's sorry. What is on the apology docket this weekend?
0: So I realized that I hadn't talked about this on here yet, and it is is pretty much directly related. But uh, I think I I think I told you and Max um, it was probably a couple months ago. But I saw I got an email. I don't really use the Facebook very much, but I got (laughs) I got an email. And uh, I refuse to go in. I don't really look at Facebook Messenger. It's kind of, I can't look at it on my phone because I don't want to download the app. I know I could. um, But I didn't see the name of the message. And mind you that I got this a couple months ago. It's now June uh, 2018. Yes. It was titled Ten Year High School Reunion. (laughs) So I have subsequently now looked at... At the message, um, I, as class president of my class in high school, um, pe- people always... Per- I said this to someone else recently. I was class president of my high school for four years. Uh, wow. Uh, and it, it just is, I, it is perplexing to folks, but... Um, yeah, because we know you. Yeah, uh, and so I, I guess... I'm not so sorry for not looking at the message. I do theoretically think it is a little early to start planning this. But I, as someone who values responsibility and accountability, I know that, one, I need to be responsible and accountable for this. And two, it's because I need to recognize that it's not about me. I don't have to go to this event. this This is a real thing. My... Uh, uh, I yeah, I believe. Um, so Betsy Fisher Martin, who I think you're familiar with, who was the previously the executive producer of uh, Meet the Press. Sure. She spoke at my high school graduation, and I got her to come because I know her. Uh, uh, and so she, um, she came and she missed one of her high school reunions that weekend, and she was in charge of it. So I, I realized I'm going over that. I don't have to go. I need to get over the fact that I'm frightened of going for the same reasons we just discussed. You just got to get invited to speak at somebody else's graduation. I, I, yeah, I can. I can work on that. But this is <laughs> this is my high school's ten year reunion, and I need to be less selfish about it and say this is for others. And yep. it takes nothing to be like, all right, I'll contact this. They actually they wanted they were like, mentioning the winery. I'm like, if they our high school class was 650 people We're gonna, there's no one or you large enough for that but <laughs> but you know this is i i realize and thinking about this week and everything it's like no it's this is for other people and it's my job to think of uh, it's not just my job but i know i should take responsibility for other people so i you know i'm sorry for thinking about myself too much which is what this this section is often about, <laughs> um, and you know, anything about the other people and what what matters to them, and you know, this is probably a big deal for them. That this is a ten-year situation. I talked to basically no one from my high school, so yeah. Um, think of others. I guess is that
1: all right? Uh, okay, so we will close the show with a couple of big ideas from pop culture. The last we're recording this on Saturday, in the last forty-eight hours. Have been quite a roller coaster. Yeah, um, the Washington Capitals won the Stanley Cup, which is kind of amazing. Um, but uh, unfortunately, as we we've done a couple times on the show before, we you know our thoughts are mostly on the death of somebody who who meant a lot to us, and I don't. I think it's probably fair to say that Lake almost everyone else who heard this news on Friday morning, we were shocked that Anthony Bourdain um, took his own life. And I just, like, you know, we've talked about his cookbook. I'm sure we've talked about his various shows. We talked about his his view
0: on on coffee.
1: We Um, have. I just, like, he, he... you know, I don't think it's unfair to say that he's kind of one of the... has been one of the guiding lights of this podcast yeah. in a lot of ways. Um, but you made a really good point when we were talking about this earlier today. Like... And and even just with reunions. Like, it's not about us. I mean, it's... you know, He has... He has a significant other. He's got a young daughter. He's got an ex-wife. I mean... He's got, you know, he's got friends who care deeply about him, not as a celebrity, not as a chef, but as a human being. Yeah. And it's just, it's, it totally floors you. But it's also been, it's been really fascinating to, to see, you know, as, as the people that we know have kind of publicly coped with Anthony Bourdain's death over the last 24 hours, it is amazing just how many lives he touched. Like how many people tried to incorporate his philosophies on life into their own. And, and you know, you know, he obviously he was a person with a family and close friends, but he also he meant so much to people that never knew him, knew him, knew him. Um, I was. Uh, reading articles on the internet last night before I fell asleep and uh, happened upon a a piece on The Root, which is a, a Gizmodo Media Group site that is dedicated to black life and black culture, and uh, Damon Young wrote a piece about how Anthony Bourdain was a really great example of like what a good ally is and how he he was a tourist in the sense that he was going to places that were not his home but he never he never acted like a tourist he always sought out local culture he always treated people and places with the respect that he would want someone to treat his places with and you know I I think I think we've all probably learned more from observing how Anthony Bourdain operated in the world than
0: we realized Mm
1: -hmm. and I think we all you know still have a lot to learn from that
0: yeah and I mean the thing Um, I I realized immediately and uh, is very particularly upsetting me for a variety of reasons, but um, just the number of people I talked to, and I thought of, you know, his cookbook, and you mentioned, you know, his friends and family and everything, and he was very open about, like, the, you know, being a parent at 50 was such a big deal to him, so uh, the thing I realized is, our rock stars are someone else's parents, they're someone else's friends, close friends, they're their their family, and, um, you know, I, I think one thing with him, aside from going across the world treating people as you know really thinking about them being empathetic which shouldn't be a celebratory it's uh, we shouldn't necessarily celebrate it should just be how we are but we, ha- we have to celebrate this person even with me too and everything else um, or me too and the way he uh, supported his I guess girlfriend Asia argento um, is just uh, the other thing that I want to think about with him is this is someone who was kind of an entitled fuck up And I think he would say as much. And, you know, later in life or along the way, he kind of figured out a way that he could be valuable and be impactful and everything. And what I think about, especially in terms of his passing and Kate Spades, people that brought so much joy to everyone. And I got to think about, you know, myself listening more and and anticipating people's needs and everything. But um, the, the name of the, you know, for instance, the name of this podcast is It's Pretty Okay. And. I think that that's generally how things are. You, you talk to people and you figure out it's pretty okay. But with him especially, I think of someone who's a fuck-up and then made everything work. And it's another instance of people having second chances. And I, I think that there are a lot of people that there's a lot of darkness and keeping dialogues up, going to things like reunions or whatever it is and connecting with people. You never know how important that could be. And I think just always thinking about you can have another chance. Yeah, you know we're all fortunate in that. It's like all right, I got to move on. I got to do this next step, but um yeah. it's it's just so important to to listen and think about that and just instill in people that you know what? Let's talk. It'll be all right. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, maybe not next month, but you can always run it back and try it again and I think he's someone that really for me, I think about that, which is I may make bad choices now, I might make bad choices again, but I, I can recover and I can bring true joy to the world, which is what he did, which is what Kate Spade did.
1: Yeah, um, I think we should leave it with, you know, one of one of the key points that Damien was making, which is that you know the qualities that he had, his curiosity, his respect for people, his his openness to new experience, like these are the kind of qualities and and you know and the fact that he he was an ardent and vocal supporter as you said of HR with but without ever making it about him yeah you know just like these are qualities that shouldn't be remarkable because more people should have them they should just they should be how you want to live in the world okay. and so those qualities shouldn't make a person remarkable yeah. okay. but for whatever reason having those qualities in the world today is in a way remarkable and so they they made him he really was a remarkable person
0: empowering people empowering others by merely listening to them is so very hard but if this week is any indication it it will mean the world to someone else yeah um,
1: so I, I think we'll you know, we'll leave it there yeah we're going to go drink to his honor. Yeah. And hopefully you do too. Um, and, you know, as we've mentioned before, you know, talk to people. If you, if you want help, there's someone who is willing to do what they can to help you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there, there should be no shame Life is hard. <laughs> Life is fucking hard. And, you know, and everyone needs help sometimes with something. And, and you know, there should be no... There really should be no stigma about yeah. saying, and, I need help with this thing.
0: Everyone has ugly. So don't don't feel like you're alone. And we're talking about ugliness is a lot of times the, the most fun to talk about because you connect with someone over something that's like, oh, man, I'm really struggling with this. And it, it makes all the difference. So... You know, there's no stigma attached to that
1: yeah alright that is the end of the show you can find us on Facebook or Twitter at prettyokpod okay or drop us a line at itsprettyok at gmail.com if you want to let us know what you think you can get this and every episode of the show at our home on the web at com, or if you're lazy like me and want every episode to show up directly on your device of choice every week you can subscribe to our feeds Uh, on Apple Podcasts or most other places that you get podcasts I think. If you use kind of a weird podcast app and you can't find us um, email It's prettyok at gmail.com and uh, we will try to figure out how we can get it to where you are uh, uh, or or if not to figure out another way to get it to you Um, If you're a subscriber number one, thank you very much really appreciate that Um, but number two we would like to ask a small favor which is that you leave us a rating hopefully a good one yeah um, or just like a comment or a review or even just do something so small as if you're at a reunion or if you're seeing friends and and you think of somebody and you think they might like what we're doing um, share it with them yeah Uh, you never know we might we might be able to bring a small moment of joy into someone's life and you know we would love to we'd love to have a chance to do that so um, tell your friends um, all right I've rambled enough uh, we will be back again next week as always to talk about something else until then I'm Sean I'm okay. here thanks for listening Bye. If we don't
0: fight about it I can start to breathe.
1: if we don't smother every ounce of heart,